everyone, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Mitch Munster. And today I thought, you know, as we're we're getting deep into spooky season, I thought I would dive into another just general scary thing. Um, one that comes up a lot around Halloween, from haunt actors to animatronics. We're going to be talking about creepy clowns. Oh, no. <laughs> so the, literally the next thing I had was temp check. What do we think about clowns? <laughs> temp check. Uh, I I don't have a clown thing personally. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I don't, they don't freak me out. Um, but I understand why people are unsettled by them for mm-hmm. sure. Like I understand yeah. why they're used frequently in horror etc. <laughs> Do you have a, a clown phobia at all? Um, so there was actually a period in my life where I wanted to be a clown. Uh, I love that. <laughs> uh, so I think I, I've, I've mentioned um, on the podcast before um, that like there is a Circus World Museum um, in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, growing up and Milwaukee used to have the Great Circus Parade. Um, when I was a kid, a um, one of our family friends got me like a video about making balloon animals. Oh, and, nice. Like when I was getting to the end of high school, I was like seriously considering like trying to like be a party clown I love as that. like a summer gig. Did we talk about was didn't P.T. Burnham have some kind of Milwaukee connection <laughs> or uh, Wisconsin prob- connection? Probably did. Um, the reason that there's like a circus museum is because it was like. Um, this like a summering area for oh, okay. um, I think I think the Ringling Brothers Circus um, but okay. so they would like you know circle up the wagons there and hang out I gotcha that's cool yeah but yeah so I like I definitely like sketched a lot of clown faces in my day I've definitely like I've done some clown makeup looks modernly so I would say like I, d- I am not scared of clowns I do think that there are clowns who are scary so like right. I definitely right. get get that vibe um but yeah just just was curious going in what what both of our kind of clown clown opinions were this is not the same thing but i did go to a camp where i was taught to mime so i feel like i'm in (laughs) i feel like i'm in the family you know i also went to a girl scout circus camp see People should have known that we were not going to be normal adults. <laughs> right. Like, what are, what are you going to get there? Yeah, this was like <laughs> the only time I went to sleepaway camp with Girl Scouts. I was like, you know, seduced into it because they were like, it's a circus camp. You're going to learn how to juggle and do clown makeup. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Say less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all awesome. into this. All right. Well, the articles that I read um, to kind of prepare me for this episode was one from Smithsonian, the history and psychology of clowns being scary, and Time Magazine's delightfully succinct, Why Are People Afraid of Clowns? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the official, well, non-official technically um, term for the fear of clowns is chlorophobia. Um, This was created in the late 90s, and this actually isn't, like, an official phobia. It's not in, like, the DSM or anything. Um, There is, like, fear or discomfort around clowns in there, but it's, like, lumped into a general fear of, like, 
mascots and costumed people. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- And so that term was first introduced in the late 90s, um, but there is history and culture stretching back very far into the past around clowns and maybe some of their dark sides. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, so obviously, you know, the concept of like this jester figure that's, you know, irreverent and brings some humor um, has shown up throughout history in like pretty much all cultures. There were uh, you know, types of jesters in ancient Egypt, imperial China, in different native cultures around the world. Um, and of course, kind of like this classic pantomime um, and like Commedia dell'arte setup that we're familiar mm-hmm. with from Europe. Um, and there was often humor just kind of based in the idea that they were, you know, maybe on the fringe, disrespectful. The idea that, like, maybe they're, like, drunks or kind of horny was all, like, <laughs> part of this kind of clown vibe. Uh, so there is definitely, like, this mischievous root to clowns from the very beginning. And kind of this idea that clowns are, like, an exaggerated reflection of society, which I thought was interesting. I think the clown character in Commedia dell'arte is literally called like the Zanny or something. It literally looks like the word zany. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like Italian. Um, So yeah, like a, like just a a kooky zany guy. (laughs) Yeah. Just a crazy kooky zany guy. And um, we're going to jump ahead to the 1800s um, with the father of modern clowning, uh, Joseph Grimaldi. So yeah, I know that name. Yeah. Uh, So up until this point, um, like clowns were definitely like a big part of like pantomime, especially in England, uh, where Joseph was from. Um, But he was actually the first one to do like the full white face of makeup and the like red mouth. Before then, I guess clowns would wear like rouge sometimes that would help them like look kind of like drunk also. So Mm -hmm. being drunk was like a big theme. (laughs) in clown life (laughs) perfect um but he also had a blue mohawk and would like wear these crazy outfits so definitely like is the look that we associate today with kind of like this like bright and exaggerated idea of a clown and he was considered to be the most popular entertainer of the regency era um according to the smithsonian article the claim is that a full eighth of London's population at the time, like, saw him perform on stage. Wow. He was, like, that popular. Um, and his clown character was called Joey and was so iconic that clowns continue to, like, be called, like, Joeys in uh, these, like, pantomime performances. Friends? Question <laughs> mark? There you go. Deep connections continue <laughs> to this day. Um, but this guy actually had like a real, a real bummer, um, tragic, unhappy life. Um, as most clowns do. As, as clowns do. But, and he would even like make references to this in his act. Like the, the quote that I saw. So his name, you know, was Joseph Grimaldi. And he would say, I'm grim all day. And then at night I come and make you laugh. Fun. <laughs> right. But like, so, and Charles Dickens um, was the one who edited his memoirs after he died, a penniless alcoholic, as you you tend to do when you're a very famous performer. Right, right. Um, and it definitely, like, established this idea of, like, darkness and tragedy, like, lurking behind the humor. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that was even, like, explicit in his act, this idea that, like, haha, I'm sad on the inside, but I'm happy here and happy for you. And... 
random fun fact about this. Um, apparently there is a church in East London that holds a memorial service for him every year. Um, and it attracts clowns from all over the world who attend oh, wow. in full clown makeup uh, to oh. the church service each year. That I, even though like, I'm like, Oh, I'm also like, that would be haunting. Right. Like <laughs> that like would a be crowd of, I'm not, I don't have a clown thing, but I think a crowd of clowns, and like a crowd really of clowns upset. doing something Grieving. normal. Grieving like, clowns. Yeah, like not even like, oh, here's a bunch of clowns like at the circus. Like if I went to the grocery store and I saw like a hundred clowns. Yeah, no. Even if they weren't doing anything but shopping, I'd be like, this is even worse, actually. Yeah, some, something is very unsettling <laughs> about that. What's, is that, I need to know what a group of clowns is called. <laughs> I feel like it would be a murder of clowns. <laughs> They're like crows. Right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like a jest of clowns. Oh, a jest of clowns. Yeah, if you ever see a jest of clowns in a normal public space, just leave. <laughs> uh so clowning continues to develop and the comedy gets broader, um, but there are still definitely hints of sadness. Um, obviously, uh, no- notable is, you know, kind of the frowny face hobo clowns um, that became popular in America that, you know, are inspired sure. by the Great Depression. They're, you know, a sad face clown, very famous. Um, but by the 1960s, mm-hmm. um, clowns had become super popular and were kind of like flattened out um, and just kind of being seen as like associated with children's entertainment instead of like this more kind of like satirical jester sort of vibe. Um, we had Bozo the Clown, um, who I definitely saw on TV growing up. Um, yeah. was an extremely popular, especially in the Chicagoland area. And I mean, Ronald McDonald became the mascot of McDonald's in the 1960s. And like, obviously these things wouldn't have happened if people weren't like widely like, oh, these are cool and innocuous and like kid friendly. Right. For some reason. But then <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna enter a... Uh, a new friend uh, named John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so we're not we're not going to get super in depth in this. Um, go listen. There's a million true crime podcasts um, that have covered this story. Um, but for anyone who is not aware, uh, John Wayne Gacy is a very famous serial killer in the U.S. Um, he killed more than 35 boys and young men in the Chicago area in the 70s, and this was kind of especially seen as especially like shocking uh, because he was very well liked and connected um, in the community. And that included dressing up as Pogo the Clown for charity events and children's parties uh, during the time that he was committing uh, these murders. Poor clowns. They didn't, they didn't deserve. Right. They didn't ask for this. <laughs> what um, <Gacy> did. <laughs> and And uh, he continued to do paintings of clowns while he was on death row and kind of was known for this. Um, and unsurprisingly, uh, this brought out kind of a renewed cultural fixation on the idea of a clown, like hiding something uh, beneath the surface. I, I mean, the fact that people like people call him the killer clown yeah. Even though he like he didn't dress as a clown while for he was the killing, killing right? People, but it's such a weird thing. Yeah, to, to like yeah. So like obviously when they because they were all the like news stations and stuff are showing photos mm-hmm. of him as a clown. People are gonna hyperfixate on that obviously because it's a bizarre image. Yes, and kind of a reintroduction of like the darkness of the clown that like mm-hmm. they had become like very sanitized and very like, yeah, this is just a fun kid thing. And then you're like, Oh wait, maybe there are bad things uh, yeah. going on here. 
maybe we shouldn't hand over our children to strange men in costumes <laughs> right um and who came after gacy why it's pennywise the dancing clown the star star Thanks, of stephen, stephen king's it <laughs> Who is, I think, just, like, the iconic scary clown of, like, the modern era. Oh, yeah, Um, for sure. I mean, I still, like, I can just remember seeing just, like, images of Tim Curry as Pennywise from the miniseries and just being like, ah, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Again, don't have a clown thing. Pennywise is horrifying. Yes, yeah. Very spooky. He's he's a straight up a a scary dude. (laughs) He's a scary dude. (laughs) He's just a scary dude. Um, and more and more media like featuring scary clowns continues to come out. I mean, you've got killer clowns from outer space, obviously. Um, even in the Saw movies, like Billy the Puppet is kind of clown-esque. Mm. Um, and it, I, I feel, and it also said so in the articles, um, that, you know, it kind of is becoming, you know, more of the default where like a friendly clown depiction is becoming more rare so oh even, yeah even when you see like a nice looking clown like in media you kind of assume that they're probably secretly evil because yeah, you just like don't see a lot of a lot of friendly clowns around yeah well i mean think about i mean i haven't seen mcdonald's do anything with ronald in years yeah i actually so i was like oh is this like a scary clown thing and i'm sure part of it is but i actually was reading that like people were kind of comparing ronald mcdonald to like joe the camel and saying that like having like a friendly kid friendly mascot is like encouraging children to eat too much fast food which whatever um (laughs) you know just the same as smoking it's Um, exactly yeah (laughs) but the there is you know some idea that like ronald has been kind of sidelined to Mm. seem a little bit off to side there and (laughs) now i wish i remembered i don't have the tab open anymore but one of the articles made kind of a sassy comment where they were just like ronald still shows up occasionally but is much more often depicted playing soccer (laughs) and kind of like (laughs) <laughs> that you know they're like uh let's make he's, ronald a better influence <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's an active fast food eater he, yes he, he he runs laps after yeah. his big mac he's running around <laughs> um but something else that i found super interesting is that the united states has a history of clown panics oh yeah do you remember this okay so i remember one clown panic but this this goes back way further than I expected. Okay, um, yeah. I read I remember like what twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yes. Yep. Um. So I was like googling that, and I found this really interesting Vox article, um, that traces it all the way back to nineteen eighty one, which wow. is post Gacy, but pre before even the book it came before out. It. Okay. Um, a group of kids reported seeing like scary clowns in a black van driving around. And the police investigated it and like there was no corroboration of this. And so they're like, this probably didn't actually happen. Um, But because this story spread, like it repeated in several cities and they actually called this phenomenon phantom clowns. And like, there's definitely ties there, I would say, you know, to the satanic panic, this kind of 80s idea of like lurking danger and especially like the danger of like child abuse that you know someone who is interacting with children might have you know harm in mind um and phantom clown panics continued to happen sporadically like through the 80s 90s and 2000s 
And then we had, as you brought up, the big clown panic of 2016. So many clowns. Do you, do you know where that started, Midge? I don't. It started in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hey, Wisconsin connection. Um, right. So uh, photos were posted of a clown lurking around Green Bay at night and everyone was like, oh, spooky. And it what it did turn out to be like viral marketing for a movie. Mm. But it kicked off this mini hysteria and reports of creepy clowns around the country. Um, a lot of them were proven to be fake or it was just like a random person that people were like it's a clown it's like it's just some guy um and apparently a kid even got like stabbed because people thought that he was a creepy clown lurking around and it was just a guy in a mask a (laughs) non-clown mask so there was this sense that like clowns were everywhere and i definitely remember that oh yeah i mean it was back in the day it was all over the the interwebs for sure Yes. And I think, you know, it was interesting because, you know, this article talked about like the 80s ties to satanic panic and like kind of this idea that like cultural anxieties come out in these ways. And hmm, I wonder what could have been making us anxious in 2016. Hmm, I have no Uh, idea. Definitely venting some, you know, cultural angst um, into this idea of like lurking clowns. I wonder, uh, so when you were talking about like the the black van or the van of clowns, Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if there's some, because I also, for some reason, kind of associate like the clown mask with like, you know, movies and stuff of like people robbing banks. Yeah. Yeah, Like in the dark night. Right. Um, I wonder if there's any connection as far as people associating clowns with like crime it's one of the only costumes you could wear outside of Halloween and have an excuse as to why you're wearing it. Does that make sense? Like, cause people yeah. work as like party clowns and things. So like you could be out and about dressed as a clown and people maybe wouldn't necessarily question it as much. Yeah. You would, you <laughs> would have you, an excuse, but then you would be like incognito kind of, except obviously you're a clown. I don't <laughs> The most incognito you can be. A clown. (laughs) It's just like people always make fun of me on my channel because I'll be like, yeah, it's just, I love this because it's just like subtle. And then they'll be like, Midge holds up giant bat spatula. (laughs) Yeah, I'm incognito. You know, just a a clown costume. No, but you know what I mean? Like it's, if I, for example, was walking around like dressed as Frankenstein in April, someone would say something. (laughs) Someone would be like, what are you? doing what's happening whereas like clowns could be doing something for sure and i would be like oh that dude's probably gonna go work a birthday party or like a charity event but he could be robbing a bank and i wouldn't know he certainly could he could be committing a crime a crime a clown crime (laughs) a clown crime uh, but that actually, you know, does kind of lead into my point about what the kind of the psychological explanation. So, like, obviously there are like, you know, actual scary clowns <laughs> in yeah. life and like kind of, you know, this idea of like a duality of a clown. Um, but psychologists generally explain like a discomfort surrounding clowns to the fact that like you you can't see their real face or their real expression and this that kind has of has to tie into the uncanny valley I had, somewhere I have uncanny valley vibes <laughs> yes, yes, written yes, written yes. right here <laughs> yeah just the idea that like you're looking at something that appears that is semi-human mm-hmm. but like a very exaggerated human and you're like 
I don't really know what's happening here. Like they might be making a, you know, there's a, a potential mismatch between like the painted expression and what they're actually thinking or feeling because mm-hmm. they could be smiling, but they're going to rob a bank. Right. And yeah. And just like the idea that, you know, like if something like you don't really know what that person looks like, if you had to, mm-hmm. yeah, no, there, there is something like unsettling about that in general. I think anytime somebody's in a heavily applied, like makeup, uh, you know, like for haunts or so, I think that's what makes it scary is like, you don't know what they look like. <laughs> yeah. And like also the sense that like clowns are unpredictable and can like kind of do what they want without consequences. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, um, you know, it was kind of, you know, saying like a lot of people who maybe like had a bad experience with a clown in childhood might be because like a clown was like too aggressive, like approaching them. And like trying is like, you know, has the goal of making them laugh is does not have any ill intent, um, but is potentially pushing too hard. Like I definitely remember feeling anxious around clowns occasionally as a young person, just out of like the social anxiety of like, I don't want this person to interact with me. Penny said, don't make me laugh. I was just like, I don't want to laugh. I don't want to be perceived by this clown. And like, and if this clown talks to me, other people are going to look at me. And just having that like teen sense of just like, I want to be invisible and sink into this carpet and no one will will ever perceive me. And they are, yeah, a bit of, again, uh, incognito. They're they're a bit of attention drawers. If a clown's standing next to you, people are going to look your direction. Precisely. Uh, but yeah, so I, I agree. I would say in, in summary, I definitely agree with your, your main point. Like I, I am not specifically afraid of clowns, but like, I definitely see what freaks people out about them. Well, and you know, I feel like I've really noticed, uh, the last several years, and I mean, this has always been a, a trend of theirs, but I feel like every animatronic spirit has put out in the last five years has been a clown. Yes, there are so many spooky, an- and like those I am legitimately scared of because they do look <laughs> like the clowns that are made to look scary are scary. Oh but, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I do not like the clown animatronics. I do not like haunt clowns. Yeah, now there is something, yeah, our friend Devin was a clown, uh, in a haunt and i've seen like his clown and like if that was chasing me i'm absolutely gonna shit a brick for sure i was gonna say i don't i don't mind like a semi-creepy clown like on tiktok where i can just admire your makeup but like if it's like running after me then that's a big it's a hard pass yeah if you look any amount of scary and you're coming at me all bets are off i am probably i'm gonna punch like (laughs) uh but yeah, I know. I, I just, I do feel like, and maybe it was, I guess I, I literally just said the last five years, which I guess would have been post 2016. I wonder if that's why, like, because we had a, a surge of clown yeah. panic, if people really leaned into that, that fear. And I mean, we had an it reboot. Yeah, um, there were definitely, definitely a lot, a lot of prominent clown content. <laughs> Scarsgard gave us just a a stellar performance. <laughs> he did. Yes, he's very spooky. Except for everyone who finds him very enticing. <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't that just the way? <laughs> ain't that the way. I, I, I relate, but not with Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I understand the ooh, that's scary, but I like it kind of thing. But not, not with Pennywise personally. <laughs> no, no, no Smasher Pass Pennywise edition. <laughs> no, for you. that's a, that's a, that's a pass on Pennywise. <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad you brought this topic because I honestly didn't know. And it's something I've always been curious about because I feel like, like I said, we're just seeing so much of it, especially Mm -hmm. lately that uh, I wondered kind of why, especially like if you don't have a fear of clowns, like, again, I can appreciate why they're creepy, but I'm like, why is this something? everyone is so disturbed by (laughs) but that makes sense yeah it was interesting to see like kind of the history and i i like the idea that like clowns have always been like a little bit a little bit dark and it was more like we we've come back to kind of like the true meaning of clowning (laughs) the the roots (laughs) yeah (laughs) the true meaning of clowning scaring everyone and unsettling the children yes Uh, all right. Well, if any of you out there are afraid of clowns, let us know if we hit on the reason uh, that you're scared of them or if there's some other new and shocking reason that you're scared of clowns uh, that we don't even know about. Feel free to, to comment on Instagram and give us an update. Um, and then send us an address of where we can find you and we'll send <laughs> Penny uh, to try out her clown routine on you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm like, I definitely got to do a clown for my 31 days of Halloween now. Please do. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we love sharing spooky topics with you every single week. Um, And if you're enjoying the show, uh, we hope that you subscribe so that you can see what happens each and every week. And if you really like the show, uh, we would love to get a review from you on your podcast app of choice. And we love it so much uh, that we like to read them out loud here on the show. Uh, Do you have a review for me today, Mitch? I do. We have a five-star review from Paige WF titled relatable spookiness Ooh. <laughs> cozy spooky fun but most importantly so relatable i love spooky things but i'm also scared of everything so these <laughs> ghouls are perfect for me they get it they also have the best radio voices <laughs> <laughs> thank you Paige. we appreciate oh, that thank you Paige. All right. Um, And if you would like to keep up with us, um, or as I previously mentioned, give us an update on your clown fear, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And if you are looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And if you are looking for me, you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And until next time, goodbye. goodbye.